We are going to read again from the book of Matthew. Saint Matthew chapter 16. Verse 18. And then we shall also read Revelation chapter 1 verse 1. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Revelation chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. The revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him to shew unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John who who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. I'm continuing with the subject that I've been pursuing of the church. Now this is where we ended yesterday is where I'm going to start. Let me show you another reason why Satan hates this book of the revelation of Jesus Christ in the church. Yesterday we put a foundation about this book. We said it's the only book in the Bible whose author is Jesus Christ. Appearing to a scribe. And other, the other books is of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Musa, Matthew, Matthew, John, but this is a book of Jesus. Just appearing to the scribe and giving him and telling him, write this. Write this. Write this. And this is a book of revelation of Jesus Christ. Showing him things. Showing things that were to come shortly. And then he said, Behold, I come quickly. So when the Bible is sealed, it has ended. There is a book that, he, that reveals the working of God for the 2,000 years. And this is a book of revelation. And you remember, we saw how important revelation is. You cannot have revelation until God has revealed it to you. 
Even as our Lord said flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my father which is at in heaven. And upon this rock. I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. Upon this rock of revelation. I will build my church. There is something God gives an elect. And that is called revelation. That defeats them with other people. Remember Jesus Christ one time pre- said well, pre- preach parables. And then after preaching parables to the congre- to the audience, to the crowd, his, his disciples come to him privately. And they asked him, tell us the meaning of the parable. He revealed it. It was so interesting. And they wish everybody had known the meaning. And they said, Master, but why do you speak to them in parables? He said to you, it was given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. But to them it is not given. That hearing they may hear, but not understand, and seeing they may see, but they may not perceive, lest they turn from their sins and I saw. Amen. Amen. There are people who are meant to turn from their sins that he may serve them. And what he gave them is revelation. The word of God is sounded to the whole world. But those who are given eternal life were chosen to eternal life. God gives them something extra. He gives them more than the physical ears. He gives them internal ears that can perceive. Remember Brother Bram said we don't see with eyes. We don't hear with ears. We see with a heart. And we hear with a heart. So God gives them something the heart that can perceive. Praise God. And Jesus told in the Codemus unless a man is born again he cannot see he cannot even see the kingdom of God. Brother Abraham said that seeing means understanding. He cannot understand the kingdom of God. Many people interpret it as to mean that they will never see. 
With the kingdom of God. Meaning they will not reach there. That's not what it means. It means unless you're born again. You will not perceive. You will not understand. The kingdom of God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So that is how important revelation is. Revelation catches the mystery. Revelation reads between the lines. Revelation catches the mind of God. Amen. So now, that is how important revelation is. And Brother Bram said, since this book is written in symbols, then it is written for a specific group of people. So, aren't you glad to know that you are one of them. You are one of those people that to whom it is written this is your love letter from your boyfriend Jesus Christ the husband of the church. Amen. Remember, we are an exposed bride. Hallelujah. So he writes a love letter to you. And because you are in love with him, you are able to understand what he means. But why? By what he says. Amen. Amen. Because you are in love. If you know the message, you will know I'm speaking the language of the message. Brother Branham said, if I write a letter to my wife, she will catch my language very well. Another person may not understand what I mean. They say, honey, I'm thinking about you right now. For her, she will know a deeper meaning than yeah. Because she, she is in love with me. So even the bride of Jesus Christ, being the exposed bride, she is in love with Christ. So that's why she he writes to her in an unclear language. I'm avoiding to say an unknown language. All in symbols. Because it must not be understood by every other person. But it will be understood by the bride because she's part of the secret. So he said, let me show you another reason why Satan hates this book of the, of the Revelation of Jesus Christ in the church. Remember yesterday we saw there are two books that Satan hates. So much. That is the book of Genesis and the book of Revelation. How do you know he hates them? 
you hear how theologians how, sci- how scientists criticize the things that are written in them then you know how he hates mm. amen he knows so he said, let me show you another reason why Satan hates. This book of the revelation of Jesus Christ in the church. He knows that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, that forever. And that he changes not. He knows that a whole lot more than 90% of the theologians. He knows that since God is immutable in his nature, then he is just as immutable in his ways. That Satan knows assuredly that the original church at Pentecost with the power of God Mark 16 in action is the true church that Jesus claims as his own. All else is false. It has to be. Do you know Do you know that Satan knows what the true church must look like? He cannot fight what he doesn't know. He knows how it must must look like. So he fights it. Doesn't he know that these religions are in the world today? are just his fabrications are just his bluff that he created but he knows the church that shook him he knows the church that he fears you remember in their time that people said these are the men that are turning the world upside down. Satan was scared of, of them. He said they are turning the world upside down. Do you know when he called them in a council and told them never speak again threatening them never speak again to anyone in that name can Satan tell speak that to Pope can Satan tell Pope never speak to anyone in the name of Jesus no. Can he tell the bishops bishop of, the, of the Anglican church never speak to anyone with, in that name? No. Because when they speak it it goes with no power. Praise God. Because 
There is power behind, there is life behind the name. And the power behind the name. These apostles, they spoke the name of Jesus. And behind that name, behind the speaking, there was a life. Behind the speaking, there was a revelation. Behind the speaking, there was a power. Remember they said, we cannot stop to speak of the things that we know. We touch and we saw. Amen. So when they spoke the name of Jesus, they spoke it different from the way Pope speaks. From the way the Reverend Father speaks. They knew what they were speaking about. Praise God. So, Satan knows the church that he fears. There is a church he fears. That is the church at Pentecost. Why? It shook him. He shook the very foundations of hell. And that church that shakes the devil that the devil fears is a church that does not only have the story about Jesus but it can bring the presence of God in their midst and he does Present tense works. He heals. He exposes Satan. He reveals sin in the lives of people. That church, Satan is scared of it. Amen. Praise God. Now, now remember this. Christ in the true church is the continuation of the book of Acts. Christ in the true church is the continuation of the book of Acts. When Christ is in the true church, the book of Acts has no full stop. It is just a comma. It is just a comma. In one age, comma, then another edge continues. It continues. Until Jesus comes. In other words, the book of Acts should not have a full stop. Should not end. It didn't end with Paul. It didn't end with Peter. The book of Acts continues today. But Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We are in the book of Acts. After all, Brother Ram said, it is not the book of Acts of the Apostles. It should not be called the book of Acts of the Apostles. But it should be called the book of Acts 
of the Holy Ghost in the apostle. It is the book of the acts of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the way he behaved himself in Peter. And John. And Paul. Is the way he wants to behave himself. In Gideon. In you. In every one of you. It is the same Holy Spirit. Doing the same works. He changes not. Praise God. Amen. So, the continuation. The book of Acts. Of the Holy Spirit. In speckled bird. The book of Acts. Of the Holy Spirit. In Kampala. The way he did in Jerusalem. Doing the same works. In Kampala. But the book of Revelation. Shows how that the Antichrist spirit would come into the church. And defile it. Making it lukewarm. Formal. And powerless. So why he has the book of Revelation? Is it reveals that the Antichrist spirit would come into the church and defile it. Making it lukewarm. Formal. And powerless. It exposes it exposes Satan. Let us see the places where it exposes Satan coming into the church to make it formal, lukewarm, and powerless. When he opened the first seal, what do you see there? You see a white horse rider. He's riding as in a church. And who is that white horse rider? It is Satan. It's a religious spirit. Pretending. Impersonating. Christianity. And then we see the power of God to combat it. And that was the beast in the form of a lion. Amen. Here is Satan moving around the world deceiving conquering and here is a lion anointing from God to fight him. Amen. Amen. But now as you see that white horse rider is a religious spirit. It is men who crept in unawares trying to defile the church to spoil it. And now when 
it come, the revelation comes. It tells us that there are always two spirits which are twin spirits operating in the framework of the Christian church. There is always a true vine and there is a false vine and they are both called church. They are both called Christianity. But one is a false vine the other is a true vine. Amen. So, the book of Revelation exposes that. It shows you two beasts. It shows you a white horse. And the one riding on it. It shows you the lion. It shows you the second stage. A red horse and one riding on it and then shows you the ox. Then the next verse it shows you a black horse riding then shows you the living creature with the face of man. Then the fourth stage, it shows you a pale horse and one riding on it. Then it shows you an eagle. Those are two spirits. One is of Satan. The other one is of God. But both these spirits, they are in the cycle. In the cycle called Christianity. Amen. So the book of Revelation shows how the Antichrist spirit would come into the church and defile it making it lukewarm formal and powerless. Satan in Satan invades the church Satan infiltrates the church to with a purpose of making it Lukewarm. Formal. And powerless. So because of revelation. Because of the revelation. Of the book of revelation. Because of the revelation of the seven seals. We know. Not all Christodom is Christ. We know that. Do you know that you are the people who know that? Do you know the Pentecostal pastors? They think all Christianity is of God. We are all brothers. No wonder they are entering a trap of Satan. Do you know the Anglican leaders? Say we are all brothers. The Catholics are saying we are all brothers. All Christians. We are brothers. But we know that is not true. We know in the church 
they are children of Satan. And then they are children of God. We know in the Christian circle. There are movements of Satan. And the movement of God. We believe and we know. That every move of God. And every time. God moves. They are twins. They are twins. There is a Cain. There is Abel. And they are both in the same church. They are in the same revival. They are in the same movement. One is Cain. Another is Abel. And they are both worshippers. Of the same God. They are both religious. One is a child of God. Another one is a child of Satan. And they are in the same move. Amen. Amen. A time like this, they will read the same books. They will sing the same songs. They, they mention the same name. But one is Satan. Another is God. So, Revelation exposes Satan. So why he comes in the church? Why Satan comes in the church? Does he come in the church? Yes. Yes. Does Satan have his children in the church? Yes. Yes. Does Satan have his children in the message church? Yes. Does Satan have his preachers in the message church? Yes. Because every time God moves, Satan moves. Has God moved in these last days? Yes. What is the move? The restoration of all things. This is a restoration move. Has Satan moved? Yes. Every time God moves, Satan moves. Amen. Amen. What about a local church? Like here. Does God is God doing a work here? Yes. Is it putting his children into Christ? Filling them with the Holy Spirit. Preparing them. Yes. Hey. Does Satan have his children here? Huh? Is there a possibility? That Satan has his work here. He has children here. Yes. If the church of Jesus, which had 12, and he was the pastor 13th, it had Satan in it. Until Jesus said, Did I call you 12? And one of you is a devil. Well, how about such a place? Satan has his children. Amen. Amen. What 
Do his children do? They come in the name of believing. And they live a life to defile the church. They defile it with sin. But Satan has given them hard hearts. They never repent. They are never remorseful. The word can be preached. But they will never repent. They will stand the church. They commit adultery. They will live in fornication. And they are in the church. And then the members of the church. They are called brothers and sisters. And they are living in sin. Amen. Amen. They fight the word. By their life. And by that. They discourage. Those who want to walk with God. They are there to quench the fire. Right? That is how they fight the word of God. So that it will not have effect in the lives of the believers. So, they make the church lukewarm, formal, and powerless. They disable they diffuse the word so that it will not have effect. If it were not that way, I tell you the church would be just a big fire. A big ball of fire. Amen. Amen. The presence of God would be so real and visible. The working of God would be, would be so real. But the children of Satan who come and sit in the church with sin in their lives and while the children of God are touched confessing for them, they are very bold. They are never touched. Yes. To do what? To defile the church. Making it lukewarm. Formal. And powerless. So the book of Revelation. exposes Satan. Revealing his works. Attempted destruction. Attempted destruction of God's people. And the discrediting of God's word. Right down to the time he is cast into the lake of fire. He fights that. He cannot stand it. He knows that if the people gather true revelation of the true church and what she is, what she stands for, 
and that she can do the greater works. She will be an invisible, an invincible army. If the people can get the true revelation of the true church of what she stands for and what she is and that she can do greater works she will be an invincible Blessed be the name of the Lord. So Satan comes in to, dis- to fail that. Mm. Satan has preachers. When God moves, he calls the fight for ministry. Satan also sends his fight for ministry. At every level, you find God working and Satan also working. When God sends a prophet, Satan sends first prophet. When God sends fivefold ministry, Satan sends fivefold ministry. Do we have first fivefold ministry? Yes. They have a problem when the power of God is mentioned. When you talk about the power of the Holy Spirit, they despise that. And they teach contrast. They said that is nothing but emotion. They, they have a problem about mentioning the power of God. They just tell people as long as you have the word you just rest. You are okay. But we know that is not true. The word is the seed. And the seed must have water, must have moisture for it to grow. So Satan knows if the message seed gets water, it's going to grow, it's going to do great things. So he discourages the rain. He discourages the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So, so through preachers, they preach it away. They tell people that is Pentecostalism. You don't have to do that. You don't need that. What you need is what? Word and word only. And then the people sit contented. Now, if you have a seed, you put it in the ground, someone tells you the seed is the most important thing. That is true. He will tell the seed has the plant. That is true. The seed has the fruit. That is true. But if he tells you, it doesn't need rain therefore. That's a lie. He wants to fail that seed from, from manifesting 
What is in it? So Satan, Satan he wants to fail the word from producing all the attributes that are in it. So that's why he's discouraging. He's teaching away. People away from the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, that is the working of Satan. So we must notice that. We must realize that. That when God moves. Satan moves. In other words. We must be vigilant. We must be awake. We don't take everything. That we see for granted. Amen. He cannot, he fights, he cannot stand it. He knows that if the people get the true revelation of the true church and what she is and what she stands for and that she can do greater works she'll be an invincible army. So what makes us an invincible army is to have the revelation of the true church. What is the true church? The true church is not Rome. Is not Pentecostal denomination. The true church is the book of Acts. A church with the power of God. A church with Mark 16 in her midst. That is the true church. The true church, they receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The true church, they perform miracles, signs, and wonders. The true church, they have the gifts of the Holy Spirit that exposes Satan, that exposes sin. Amen. Amen. If one lives, is living in sin, and he's hiding in a mist, he's a brother, he's a sister, the gifts of the Holy Spirit will expose him. Brother, you are living in sin. Sister, you are living in sin. And by that, Satan will, will fail where to hide. In the church. Because when sin is hiding in the church, that is like a terrorist hiding in a community or in a congregation with a bomb. You remember those days when the terrorists used to come 
and they they would blow places with bombs. He comes in a place where people are drinking. All in the football place. Where people are watching football. And then he comes, enters there. With a bomb. And then sets it there. He leaves his back there. And he goes somewhere. And maybe it is on a phone. That when the phone rings. It detonates the bomb. And now. If in that place. There was a gadget. That catches such kind of explosives that if you come with an explosive it reveals and actually the way the government started fighting terrorism is checking whoever enters they put those machines that senses weapons and explosives you go through it as you enter. If you are having a dangerous thing like that, that it would make noise. It would make a sound and an alarm to show you are a dangerous person. So, by that, they are able to keep the place free from evil people. So the church, God has given it the Holy Spirit. God has given it gifts to detect dangerous people. Amen. Amen. And the dangerous people in the church are those people who go out there and steal. Who go out there and lie. Who go out there and commit adultery. They come and sit in the church. Those are dangerous people. They chase the Holy Spirit. A little even Leave the whole land. Those people, one of them, caused Israel to lose 36 people in the battle that was at Ai. Because of one person, one dangerous person that was in the church. So the Holy Spirit helps Ayamba. Helps Ayamba to detect those kind of people. And when they are detected, they are called out. And when they are called out, they repent. Or they go out. Praise God. Come attend this Brother Bram said, Brother Bram I'm longing to see a church that is full of God that Satan cannot hide in it. That if anyone comes with sin, 
He will be called out. He said, even a evil thought, as you sit there and you develop a evil thought, the Holy Spirit calls you out. And you come on the water. And you repent. He said, people should be waiting for others outside the gate to settle things, to put things right before they come in. Because they know if they come in, the Holy Spirit is going to expose them. That is the church. That God, Jesus calls his church. Yes, And that is a church we are praying to have. That is a church that we desire to have. Hallelujah. A church that is so installed with its surveillance mechanisms. The surveillance mechanisms is the Holy Spirit in God's children. Brothers and sisters, but brother never sister, with gifts, they can see you enter. And the Holy Spirit tells them the life you are living. The Holy Spirit tells them what you did. Praise God. There is a church. There is a church that shakes the devil. Amen. If they get a true revelation of the two spirits Within the framework of the Christian church. And by God's spirit. Discern. And withstand the Antichrist spirit. Satan will be powerless before her. This is how Satan can be powerless. Before the church. One. They know. The true church. The true church. Looks like this. Every member. Can define the true church. Every member here. Should be able to describe. What the true church is. Sister. Sister. If we call you. And say describe for us. How the true church looks like. Are you able to describe it? Huh? This is how you should describe it. The true church looks exactly like the church Jesus had at the beginning. If I'm called to describe now, I'm describing. Huh? 
If I'm a student, that has been called forward before the class to describe the true church, I am beginning to describe the true church looks exactly like the one Jesus started in the book of Acts. That church was full of power. They received the Holy Ghost which manifested himself in diverse signs, miracles, wonders, and gifts of the Holy Spirit. In that church, there was no sin. The Holy Spirit would call it out. That is the true church. Praise God. Depending on the time given to me, I can describe further. But if the time is short, that is enough. It's a church that can do greater work. It is filled with God. It is filled with the Holy Spirit. God, the life of Jesus, in the life of his believers, manifesting itself in them doing the works of Jesus. That is the true church. Amen. Amen. That is the true church. Hallelujah. If they get a true revelation of the two spirits within the framework of the Christian church by God's spirit descended with the standard antichrist spirit. So the church there is a, there are two spirits within it. Brother Bram said, for some time, that original church was pure. Was pure. But after some time, there was an invasion of error. Many crept in and aware and they became brothers. If uh, on the projector you can you can project for me the picture of the churches. There is something I want to to illustrate there. Uh, no. So, when men crept in and awares, the Bible says these were ungodly men. But right now, they have crept in and they are called brothers. They are called sisters. They are called preachers. Amen. Amen. And they they are part of the system. It takes revelation 
for you to be able to understand who they are. And it takes God's spirit to discern and the Antichrist spirit. Amen. Amen. So when you do that, discern and withstand the Antichrist spirit, Satan will be powerless before us. Amen. Amen. We may not get that. Okay, Satan, he will be as definitely thwarted today as when Christ withstood his very effort to gain power over him in the desert. Yes, Satan hates revelation. But we love it. With true revelation in our lives, the gates of hell cannot prevail against us. But we will prevail over them. Praise God. Yeah. So what makes the church an overcomer is the revelation. And to have the revelation of the two spirits in the framework of the Christian church. When you have that, now, let us take the other church. The Bible says, but this you have. You heard the deeds of the of the you heard the deeds of the Nicolaitans. Which deeds I also heard. So the believers in the elder church. They hated the deeds. Of the Nicolaitans. Which God also hated. The other thing. It says. You tried them. Bible who said they are apostles. And you found they are not. But liars. So the believers in the early church. They didn't just take you for granted. They didn't just take you by face value. When you preached. They weighed what you're saying with the scriptures. And no matter how much you claim to be an apostle, if you are not speaking like Paul, because they knew their messenger and what he had told. They didn't take you lightly. They took you dangerous. And they withstood you. You're a liar. You're not saying what Paul said. Amen. Amen. And also, he said, and this 
this good this other good thing you have you never bear them that are evil is that right you never bear the evil that is another good thing you have. And then Brother Brown said, Brother Brown, Gamba, there are people who are taught very well by Paul. When in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, he told them how to put out the evil, the wicked ones. I wrote, I told you in, a, in an episode, not to have company with anybody that is called a brother. If he be a liar, a fornicator, an idolater, a railer, no, not even to eat. So these people, when you claim to be a brother and they realize you are a liar, they realize you're a fornicator. They realize you're a railer. They realize you are a you you are a you are a thief. They never bear, they did not bear with you. They put you out. By that they are withstanding Satan. Satan is not the person. Satan is But Satan hides in the person. To come and defile the church. The way you can overcome Satan. As a church. Is this person to repent. When he repents. Satan is defeated. But if he cannot repent, then he is thrown out. And when he is thrown out, Satan goes out with him. Amen. And by that, Satan is defeated. Amen. So that is how they defeated Satan. Even today, he says, if we can get the revelation of the two two spirits in the framework of the Christian church, and by God's spirit, discern, and we stand the Antichrist spirit. Praise God. The Antichrist spirit in the form of preachers. The Antichrist spirit in the form of laity. Amen. And we withstand it. The church will be powerless. I mean that the, the devil will be powerless. The church will prevail over Satan. Yeah, Satan will be powerless before her. Just like he was defeated by Jesus. Amen. So, Satan hates revelation. But we love it. With a true revelation in our lives, the gates of hell cannot prevail against us. But we will prevail over them. 
You will recall that I mentioned at the beginning of this message that this book we are studying is the act of revelation of Jesus Christ himself in the church and his work in the future ages. Then I mentioned that it takes the Holy Spirit to give us revelation. All will fail to get it. Bringing these two thoughts together, you will see that it won't take just an ordinary study and thinking to make this book real. It is going to take the operation of the Holy Spirit. That means this book can be revealed to can, uh, can't be revealed to anyone but a special class of people. It will take one with a prophetic insight. That's why it took the prophet to reveal the seven church ages, to reveal the seven seals, the seven plagues, the seven thunders, it will require it will require the ability to hear from God. It will require supernatural instruction. Not just a student comparing verse with verse. But a mystery requires the teaching of the Spirit, or it never becomes clear. How we need to hear from God and lay ourselves open and become yielded to the spirit to hear and know. As I have already said, this book, Revelation, is the consummation of the scriptures. It is even placed exactly right in the canon of scriptures. At the end. Now you can know why it says that anyone who reads or even hears it is blessed. It is the revelation of God that will give you authority over the devil. And you can see why they who would add or take from it would be cursed. It would have to be so. For who can add or take away from the perfect revelation of God and overcome the enemy? It is that simple. There is nothing of such prevailing power or as the revelation of the word. See in verse 3. A blessing is pronounced on those who give special attention. To this book. I think this refers to the Old Testament custom of priests reading the word to the congregation 
in the morning. Doza chino chijuliza elie nkole elie yomundagane nkade yaba kabona ngaba sumira abantwe chigambo bulikumacha. You see, many could not read, so the priest had to read to them. As long as it was the word, the blessing was there. It didn't matter if, if it was to read, if it was read or heard. This is where he says they are blessed. Those who read. And those who hear. Meaning the book of Revelation. To read it to, for it to be read to you. And you listen to it carefully. That's a blessing to you. Amen. Amen. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm reading for you. I'm reading to you the book of Revelation. Not in simple form. But in the revealed form. When you read it like this. And you listen to it. Carefully. You are blessed. Amen. Amen. People mind so much about the other books of the Bible, but they don't mind so much about the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is so important to the bride of this age. Amen. So it's a time is at hand. The time was not at hand previously. In the wisdom and economy of God, this mighty revelation, though fully known to God, could not come forth hitherto. Thus, we immediately learn a principle. The revelation of God for each age can come in that age only and at a specific time. Amen. Amen. Look at the history of Israel. The revelation of God to Moses came only at a specific time of history. And even more specifically, it came as the people cried unto God. Jesus himself came at the fullness of time. He being the complete revelation of the Godhead. And in this age Laodicea, the revelation of God will come in its due time. It will not falter neither will it be premature. Think on this and hear it well. For we are in the end time. Meaning, when it comes, because when he says when it comes, you can think it is still somewhere coming. Yeah, it has already come. It came with a prophet. And the prophet comes at the end of all the ages. At the end of times. The end of 2,000 years. And then revealed all these mysteries to a specific group of 
people. So that they can prepare for the coming of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So that is how important revelation is that introduces to you the importance of these mysteries that are contained in the book of Revelation. Seven churches, ages, seven churches, giving you power and authority, showing you your position, showing you the position of the church, and giving you power over Satan. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. I want to come to, uh, to, come to the end at that, at that point. Praise God. We want to close this service and then prepare for the service of the Lord's table. Amen. Amen. Do you love the Lord? Do you love Jesus? Are you ready to contend for the true church? Amen. Have you known what the true church is? The true church is that church that Jesus started. Amen. Amen. That church can do Mark 16, has Mark 16 in her It will do mighty works. Praise God. And I believe this is the time for us to step in our position in Christ Jesus. Praise God. You see, church, we are not where we started. You may not realize, but something is happening. Something is happening. The crop is growing. Amen. The crop is growing. One of these days, you are going to realize that we are somewhere. Amen. We are going to realize that Christ is so real in our midst than before. Praise God. Something is happening. Amen. Amen. Signs and wonders and gifts of the Holy Spirit manifesting that is where we should be. And that's where we are going. And that's where we want to be. Praise be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And the good Lord will enable us to be there. Hallelujah. Yes. Imagine a church. Imagine a church where people are filled with the Holy Ghost. Imagine a church where a, a hypocrite 
cannot hide. Amen. Amen. Imagine such a church. That is the church Jesus Christ is forming. Imagine a church. Someone comes. And God has already told his story. If I was to be the pastor of this coming church, if God would call me to pastor it, this is how I would lead it. One, I would preach the gospel of the Holy Spirit. And people in there receive the gospel of the Holy Spirit. And when that happens, gifts begin to manifest. And when gifts begin to manifest, then I would pick those people that have manifested genuine gifts. He said that. Just repeating what he said. Then we lead him to have a meeting to themselves before the service begins. For, it, for instance, here we begin the service at night. Have the people with gifts have a service that begins at 8 and they are alone in a room. And then he says, let me say, Lord, is there anything you want us to to hear from you today. Is there anything you want to say to the church today? Lord, here we are. Here we are, Lord. Have your way. They are there. They have gifts. To have a gift means they are made in such a way where they can easily hear from God. That's what it means. They can easily catch the voice of God. And as they are there waiting, then he says, one may speak in tongues, then another may interpret. Then another May just turn and say, That says the Lord. This is going to happen. Another may say, I have seen a vision. This is what I've seen. And then there, there will be people, like two people, who are solid in the gospel. They have a gift to discern. And as they have witnessed this being said, they will, conf they will confirm that it is the Lord speaking. This is the Lord. This is God. The one who has spoken to Sister Son, so that is God. That one who has spoken in tongues and interpreted to them, that's the Lord. 
Then it is written. Then he said, the message may be on this order. Today, there is coming a woman from such and such a city. She will be putting on a green calf. Scarf, sorry. A green scarf. That woman is suffering from cancer. And what caused her to, to pick cancer? She lived and she did unfaithfulness to her husband. It means she committed adultery. Do you know that your vow is you will forsake all men and you cling only to your husband and it is death that will separate you. And your husband's vow is I will forsake all other women and I'll cling unto you alone till death. Do you know that to break that vow it is a great sin. Do you know that it can bring a very terrible sickness in your life and it kills you? So, that's what that lady did. Listen. Maybe she did it 15 years back. Maybe she has spent like 20 years with that sin. Maybe there is no one in this world who knows about it. But her alone. And she tries to pray. But whenever she tries to pray, and it comes back, and it stands in her, and her heart shakes and trembles, and her heart trembles, she needs deliverance. But the thing is troubling her. Now she's going to get healed. God is going to heal her. God is going to deliver her. Now God has spoken it out through gifts. Tell her that she's sick of that and it was caused by this. And tell her that she will promise that she will go back and repent to her husband Brother so and so will pray for her and she will be healed. And it will be written. And another prophecy speaks also. That says the Lord. They shall pass a terrible storm. Many houses we will fall to the ground and many people will die. Tell brother Semang to vacate his family by tomorrow. It will happen at around 2. You write that down. 
And those who discern will say, that's the spirit of the Lord. It is the spirit who has spoken. And it will be written. And you'll call brother Semwanga. The Lord has spoken. He has said at your place there. There is a terrible storm that will pass that side. It will bring down people's houses. And wherever it will find inside the houses. Brother vacate your family. And those things will be written. And the paper will be brought to the pastor. Maybe the pastor doesn't even have a gift of speaking in tongues and interpreting them, even the gift of prophecy. But he is solid in the word. These gifts just help his ministry. In those areas. Those areas of gifts. Because remember. We are a body of Christ. The body of Christ. Has different gifts. On your body. They are not all hands. They are not all feet. Your body parts are not all tongues. They are not all ears. But all gifts work together. You sister who is seated there. Your gift. You are a gift. In the kingdom of God. When God will fill with the Holy Spirit. You start using that gift. It will be useful. It is needed in the church. So the pastor will take that paper and he will say today the Lord has spoken with us in the meeting of gifts. The Lord said there will come a woman that woman will be coming from ginger. She will be putting on like this and she will be wearing such a scarf that lady is sick of cancer but what caused that cancer it is like this she will be prayed and get healed if she will promise to repent and the Lord has said at the area of Chibutika there will arise a great storm tell the brethren there to vacate their families. And the service will continue. As the service is going on, you notice the woman entering. Exactly. The one that was described by the gift. Putting on exactly. And you say now, nah. And the pastor stands and says, you lady putting on like this, you who is seated next to that person, come here. She will come and he will tell her you come from ginger. Yes. Yes. You're sick of cancer. Yes. You know what caused this cancer? No. You cheated on your husband. You committed adultery. With such and such a man. 
Some people, when it reaches there, they start crying and shivering. Others even fall down. And she knows it is she knows it alone. She has never told it to anyone. She will know now this is God speaking. Will you repent? If you will go back today, you will reach and confess it before your husband. And if she promises yes, we will pray for her. And she goes back, confesses it. Tomorrow she will make a phone call. By the time morning came, cancer was gone. But brother, the brothers that you told that the storm will pass by that place at two. Brother already vacated his family. At that time, a storm passes by and it breaks down houses. And some people die. Yet the brother survived. Because God had spoken in our meetings. Brother Branham says, if I will be the pastor of that coming church, this is how I would handle it. Brethren, where is that church? Do you know that here, here there are brothers and sisters that have confirmed that they have gifts, such gifts. Now, are we where we started? We are getting somewhere. Here they are brethren and sisters who have revealed people who walk wrongly and they expose them not once, not twice. You know, not everything that says gift, gift, gift. You take it as gift. But you have to prove whether it's a gift. And I want to tell you as your pastor, there are people here that I have proved to have a real gift. God speaking to them and describing to them situations. And you get someone and it is exactly as a gift spoke about his life. We have it here. So the crop is growing. The crop is maturing. We are getting somewhere. God, send us more. Send us more. We want more. Praise God. And then Brother Bram said, Brother Bram Nagamba, and when everyone takes his position, like that, then the Philistines will, will, will flee backing. 
Yes. Bajja kuduka. They will flee. Barking. Mini skirts will cease. That's what he says. I'm speaking his language. Do you know you say, ah, well, not in a mini skirt. Do you know Inzoga, uh, there is no one who puts on mini skirts here. You know, there are those who put them on when they are going to work. They have them in their wardrobes. But because they know the message forbids them, they put on well as they come here. As they are going to work, others are students. There in their boarding schools, they put on leggings. Some of them even in their albums. They have photos in there, but they hide them from their parents. And their sisters putting on leggings. When you see her, you might marvel. I thought this sister is a sheep. It's a wolf. To put on like this. How can a sister dress in a legging? Sister in that oak wambala legging. They are hypocrites. Banam fusi. Such gifts will expose those wolves. Gifts will expose those wolves. Wolves in relationship. And they are committing fornication. Gifts will expose those wolves. And save the church the trouble. That is how the early church was. Do we agree? That is how the early church was. No wonder he said, gates of hell shall not prevail against Gates of hell shall not prevail. Prevail. But if we can be infiltrated by the enemy, and a fornicator we call him brother, and he's in the church, he has a girlfriend either in the world or in the church, and they are committing fornication, and we call them brother. And one month and one month. And a year. They are living in fornication. And we are calling them brothers. Infiltrated by wolves. That is not the church. That Jesus promised. To build. That is not how the original church was. No, Neda. Her brother goes to office. Brother, again at office. At his work, he's committing fornication, adultery with a with a secretary. He comes home. How will the wife know? No way. 
He puts on very well a nice suit. Comes to church. We say, everybody raise your hands. Worship the Lord. You raise his hands. He will give his tithes. He will support the building. How will you know? But you know that is a dangerous person in the church. Because you cannot deceive God. God knows him. He knows you. He can tell where and when you did it. No wonder Brother Branham would say, I'm seeing a red car. I'm seeing a short man. Or a tall man. I can see you woman. With that man in a red car. And you are doing something. Indecent. And the people would almost faint. Because they knew they are the only ones who know the things. But God saw it. He knows even the color of the car. Even the road it was running. Even the road it was parking. Even he can see even the dress you were putting on. God knows it. Now you are pretending. In this church. You are worshipping. But God has a different story of you. You are cheating the church. And your sin is so smelling. So the whole church is smelling. When God sees where you are. I cannot come there. How can I come and bless hypocrisy? Can I come really? And I bless where that money is. So he stays away. And And the devil continues. Prevailing. And working. And, and, and expanding himself. In the church. So the other brother, brother said that that cancer will get another cancer. And then the whole body. Gets rotten. Gets Cancer continues spreading in the whole body. But what about in the situation where God will call it out and that hypocrite will be exposed and we repent then the body is safe. That is the church that God calls his own. How many would like to see such a church? Amen. Amen.
I believe we are getting there. Nzikiriza jetu lageyo. 